Good evening guys, welcome to Razzie's Football Show Season 2, Episode 12 We have Bav from USA Washington And we have Kevin from North London, Highbury How are you doing guys? Been good, how are you? Yeah, been good man Yeah, yeah it's been good, been good A lot of football been played again this weekend Bit of FA Cup action um, Yeah, it's been good you guys had a good result as well, pulled a, pulled a few strings to get back for you all. But we'll talk about that a bit later on. So, yeah, last week we spoke about how, you know, we, we spoke about our best teams of all time. And we had a number of different, you know, different ways of doing it. Bav, you know, put us on the spot last week and, you know, challenged us to bring out a couple of teams rather than just the one, so we did that. And then Kevin gave us the challenge this week by um, asking us to, well, create our best Champions League best 11. So, yeah, I think you guys managed to get that done. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I did it. And mine actually didn't take so long, if I'm honest with you. It was pretty... Straightforward. Yeah. Anything controversial now? We'll have to find it's out when we talk about we'll it. We'll have to I guess. find out. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, who's nominating to go first? I say I'll, I'll go first on this one. I'll quickly nip my one out of the way. Because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, oh, damn, I should have chosen him, but I'd rather just do it so it's out of the way. So, my Champions League best 11, I've gone with a 4 3 3. Being a Champions League game, as you know, it's got to be a bit attacking, you know. So I think the best form of attack is 4 3 3. I've always liked that. So, yeah, um, I've gone for the goalkeeper. Um, there were several goalkeepers I could have gone for, to be honest. But I went for someone that, well, in recent years anyway, and, you know, I think he was part of the best team ever, club team ever. And. I had to put him in there, you know, Victor Valdez. Now, a lot of people might think he wasn't so great, but let's be honest, you know, he didn't need to be great, did he, in that team? Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, Victor Valdez is my goalkeeper. And my right back, Cafu. I think, again, you know, Champions League era in the last, you know, Especially between 2000 and 2010, he was awesome. So, yeah, he's my right back. Now, <laughs> my centre backs, I might as well get the obvious one out of the way. Sergio Ramos, he's won so many Champions League titles that it would be silly not to put him on there. And alongside him, now, I like. I, you know, he still plays for the club um, right now. And I think, especially in the Pep era for Barcelona, he was instrumental. And I could have gone for Carlos Puyol, but I decided to go for Gerard Piquet. So that's my centre-back pairing. And left-back, again, we can just... We're all going to probably say this anyways. Paolo Maldini. Left centre-back, you mean? Huh? Left centre-back, you mean? No, left-back. 
So the two oh, set. You got, you got Ramos. I got oh, Ramos. Ramos he, he came in the middle. Yeah, Ramos and Navajini and Cafu on yeah. the flanks. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my midfield three. I've gone for Chavi. Um, obvious pick for me. He's just he's a magician. I've gone for Zidane in the middle. Um, but again, I was I was toying with the idea of putting Kaka in there, but I just couldn't have him in there, you know. So I've got Zidane there, and the the guy that you know single handedly won Liverpool the trophy, Steven Gerrard. So that's my three in midfield. Then up front three, again you just this you we all can just say this. Messi on the right. I got R9 in the middle. That's Ronaldo. And <laughs> Kevin calls him fat Ronaldo. <laughs> um, and then I got Cristiano Ronaldo on the left side. And that's my team. Nice. Good team. Kevin, your turn. Cool, man. Um, yeah, goalkeeper. Um, well, in previous weeks, I've said Smichael, but when it comes to the Champions League, you've got to say Casillas, man. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's won it about five times. Oh, um, damn, I forgot. Also, World Cup winner. Um, yeah. Two European Championships in Spain. Yeah, FIFA World Club. Well, the list goes on, man. He, like, <laughs> the guy with this mantelpiece just must be falling down with the mantel medals on there. Yeah, I agree. Um, right back, I've gone. Yeah, this, yeah. My team's quite fluid, but yeah, right back, I've gone Alves, and he could probably play left back as well. He, he could play wing back. He could play right wing. He could play left wing. Anyone on the flank, Alves can play, man. He, and he scores goals. He scored three kicks. Good cross to the ball, attacking. I mean, we was raving about actually Cole being a great attacking left back, but Alvarez just puts all those guys to shame with his stats. And, um, the guy's a monster. Um, in the middle, I have put Puyol in um, alongside Ramos. Yeah, so that's my back for uh, Maldini, left back, Alvarez, right back. Um, and then you've got Poyo and, and Ramos in the middle. Okay. Um, just in front of them, I've got Roy Keane. Um, he only won the Champions League once in Man United, but that season, even though he didn't play in the actual final itself, he didn't play in the final itself, but I could just remember the, the semi-final, I think it was against Juventus, or so it was like he just dragged them. I think he scored a couple of goals. Yeah, that that, that season, Roy King was just <laughs> unplayable, man. That tackling, scoring goals, passing. Yeah, that, that I've got him there alongside him, Clarence Seedorf. Guys, <laughs> yeah, that the, the guy's just a maestro in the middle, man. No, maestro. Seedorf as well. Um, I remember watching him like. Watching Italian ninety as a kid, uh, no, sorry, football Italia um, as a kid, like um, Benicio Sampdoria, 
yeah, one of my favourite players of all time. No. But yeah, he, he really came to life at AC Milan. Though. Yeah. Um, along, and then further up, I've got Zidane. And then at the tip in the diamond, I've got Ronaldinho. <laughs> that guy needs to be in a team, man. Okay. Um, yeah. No doubt. Ronaldinho. Uh, yeah, so he's going to be spreading the passes to Messi on the right. CR7 on the left. And up front, I've got Raul. Yeah, I mean for younger for for younger listeners, you probably don't you probably all hearing Lewandowski and Raul no, was the guy. Yeah, Raul Raul's record in the um, in the Champions League was certainly close. The only problem is, um, I want to add that you've got an extra player there. What? No, that's eleven. I'll go through it again. Casillas goalkeeper. Yeah. Ayu and Ramos, yeah. my centre-backs. Maldini and Alves are my full-backs. Yeah, so that's five. He, King, Zidane, Seedorf, Ronaldinho, Messi, Ronaldo, Raul. Yeah, that's 12. No, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And let me go through again. Casillas, one. <laughs> there. Alves. Maldini, two. Alves. Ramos. Keane. So you Zidane. haven't got Puyo? Yeah. Oh. Let him finish, Raz. Oh, go on. Uh, he just missed Casillas. Puyo, this one. Casillas, Alves, Ayo. Maldini, Ramos, Keane, Zidane, Seedorf, Ronaldinho, Messi. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm buzzing. Man. I know, because I've, I've, I've wrote your team down here, that's why. Okay. That's 12 players. All right. So who are you taking off, mate? Then we're going to take off. I'll take off. I'll, I'll take off Puyol. You're going to go with three out of the back, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Still works. Mm. When you've got a team like that, I don't think you need too many defenders, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you've, you've come up with some really great names there, you know, and I can't really argue with most of them, if I'm honest with you. Well, I would no, say... I'm sure what... if he's going to go ahead of it, so I just jotted his name down quickly, but, yeah. Okay. No. Thanks for that, Kevin. We got there in the end. Over, <laughs> over to you, Bav. I'm glad you guys can count. <laughs> I've been writing it down, that's why. <laughs> I went for a 3-4-3 three, three formation. 3-4-3. Three, uh, three. Interesting. Yes. Got a little creative here, but uh, Oliver Kahn, Bayern Munich. Uh, Philip Lahm is my right back. Again, Bayern Munich. Uh, left back, Paolo Maldini. AC Milan, centre back Alessandro Costa Curta, AC Milan, and then uh, ooh, centre midfield. It gets a bit interesting here. Gennaro Gattuso, AC Milan, Clarence Seedorf, 
Sampdoria, AC Milan, Real Madrid. Who else? One other team, right? You won it in three teams. I can't recall Inter. the third. Was it Inter? No, no, no. Um, on the left, I've gone with slightly out of position, but he, I know he can play there. Zinedine Zidane. On the right, Luis Figo. One of a few Galacticos that's played for Real and Barcelona. Yep. Up front, obviously on the right, Lionel Messi. Not really up for question. On the left, Cristiano Ronaldo. And up front, I went a little different to you guys. A lot of the names that were on the tip of the tongues were there. I mean, you know, Kevin's choice, Raul, definitely was. I know who you're going to go for. What was that? I think I know who you're going to go for. Okay, go on then. Shevchenko. Nope. Oh, surprise, gun. No. There was a bit of an AC Milan theme going on, but it wasn't Shevchenko. You went for uh, Fat Ronaldo, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have to switch it up, man. Uh, might be a bit of a surprise to you, but the uh, goals per ratio game was pretty high. Ruud van Nistelrooy. Uh, I, I, he did have a good record Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that we've all gone for different themes. Actually, it's a lot different to us picking our best 11 in our Premiership 11. I found this one, actually, we've all gone for total different teams, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, we've had a few names, but majority, we haven't been the same. And, you know, different tactics as well this time around, which was... Yeah, I think the goalkeepers are all different, right? Yeah. Oof. yeah. I think the left-backs are different. Yeah. No. Left-backs Honestly, Kevin, I was going to go keen, but I had to Sorry, put Gattuso in. We've all put right-backs different. Maldini was all our left-back. we all gone for Maldini. Yeah. I'm surprised no one said Roberto Carlos. Yeah, well, he was close. Yeah. He, he, he was... He it's just Maldini, isn't it? You know, if you're going to talk about Maldini and Roberto Carlos, Maldini just tips him. You know, and that's the bottom line of it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm surprised about both of you. Um, you guys both didn't put Gerard in there, man. I think Luis Figo is better than Gerard in, in my team. Gerard, yeah. For Liverpool, he's a legend, but, you know... He was a Champions League legend as well, to be honest. If you compare with people like Zidane and Seedorf, like this... Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm getting that team, man. No. See, I I had Iniesta in there, ahead of him at one point, and then I I played around with it and just... I think the emotions got the better of me and I had to put him in. And then... Yeah. Kaká was in there as well. Xavi, right? You did or didn't? No, I've got Xavi in there and I had Zidane in there and Gerard. But I could have easily gone with Kaka, Chavi, Iniesta, Nozidan. You know, I could, there was so many. Pelo, yeah, exactly. So I can see why. You, yeah, I can see why you put him in. But yeah, it's, it was just that. That two thousand and five um, Champions League. You know, he puts him up there. You know, in my eyes, I think, and a lot of people remember Champions League, and the first thing they will come up with is, you know, Gerard's super goal against Olympiacos. You know, and yeah, this is crazy. So many good players left out. Yeah. Not even considered. Mm. What about I mean, the De Boyer twins? Like, you know, <laughs> people like that. Yeah. Adrian Van der Sar, that Ajax team that won it back in the day, Carnu. Um, Cliver. Yeah. Cliver. Yeah, Cliver. He was a great player in the Champions League, especially. Henri. 
Henri, the thing is, Henri didn't win enough. So I, I thought of Henri, but Champions League, he didn't really. It wasn't his thing, unfortunately. He didn't win it. So he won. He won it. He's, he's got the medal. He's got the yeah, same well, Champions League. I think he, he was a bit part player, if I remember correctly. He wasn't the main main man in that team. That's for sure. No, he wasn't. But that that team was start started anyway. Only only few guys won it, hey. Yeah, me and Kevin were there that night. Remember Kevin? <laughs> Jens Lehmann's moment of madness. <laughs> yeah, I remember Kevin smashed a bottle that night. That's how mad he was. <laughs> You're taking me back now. Remember? This man, this, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was UEFA when we lost the UEFA League. UEFA League. No, Champions League against Barca. Now I'm talking about another fan and bad ripped up his Arsenal top. No way! <laughs> yeah, that, that was the following, a couple of years later when I moved yeah, to the States, yeah, yeah. 2004. Wow. I think it was Panthropus or something, wasn't it? No, yeah, we lost in this. Was it semis or quarterfinals? I, yeah, man, I, I, I went ballistic that day. <laughs> yeah, you did that on the weekend as well, Bab, and then I said to you, wait, let's just see how it goes. You were like, this is diabolical. And stuff. Listen, I'm warning you now, don't ask me any questions about Arsenal today. <laughs> No, no. no we we try and refrain from talking about. Don't do it. When Arsene Wenger, I did not see it. Well, <laughs> lucky for me, Liverpool didn't play this weekend, so that would be like a zero conversation there. <laughs> you know? Anyway, back back to this uh, all-time Champions League team. Uh, What's your midfield again, Rice? I went for Gerard Zidane and Xavi. So no real holding midfielder in that team. Zidane can kind of, well, Gerard can kind of play that role. I'm noticing the thing with you, you, you don't really like your holding midfielders. Um, yeah. so, so I love. Like Gerard's going to be like the all action man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing is, some, with the kind of team I've got, they're just going to have the ball too, too much to worry about holding it, you know? It's just going to be goals galore. You know, when you've got Messi, Ronaldo, Fat Ronaldo, and CR7, just. There's going to be so many goals. There's going to be no need for it. You got people like Ra- uh, Ramos and PK that can just come a bit True. forward if needs needs be, and then you got Maldini there that's just going to control the back anyway. So you have got no issues there. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking of Claude Makélélé, Christian Carambo, any of those guys could have got in that team. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually had Oliver Kahn in my team as well, but again, emotions sometimes takes takes over, and I had to put Victor Valdez in. But yeah, I'm surprised no one put uh, what's his name that right back that played for AC not AC uh, Real Madrid, uh, Salgado. Ma- he was Ma- solid. What about Mykon. Yeah. Salgado, yeah. Mykon. Mykon as well, yeah. Yeah, Mykon was solid. But I think you know, for me, Cafu, I, I you know, he's AC Milan days. He was awesome, you know. Yeah. And see, there's one guy. If he had played a little more Champions League football, he'd certainly be in there. Very versatile player, Javier Zanetti. Absolutely, Zanetti. But again, he didn't play enough Champions League football, so that's yeah. the only reason I couldn't even consider putting him on this list. No, fair enough. And I think all I mean, these guys yeah. in my team have actually won it, right? So, yeah, I think that's quite important as well. Yeah, that's the reason why I didn't put um, yeah. Fat Lanaro in, maybe. Uh, yeah, pretty much all my all my guys have won it. Several times apart from um, Gerard, yeah, several times I would say. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah. You know, thank you for bringing over this idea, Kevin. It was a great little idea, actually. Made again, give us a little, you know, made our minds think a little bit. But yeah, I mean, talking about Champions League, are we still sticking by the teams that won? Uh, with, that we've said that's going to win it. Bav, you, who are you going for? Out. You said Juve, right? They're out the window now. So, who's your next Juventus. team? Adios, Juventus. I mean, quite surprising that. They just didn't have enough gas in the tank. They started playing the last 20 minutes. I mean, I'm pretty surprised, but, you know, it is what it is. So, any, are, you, are you going for Man City now? It's going to be Man City or Bayern. But I think they won't, they'll play each other in the semis, right? They won't play in the... Sorry. Uh, yeah, they play each other in the semis, correct? Not in the oh. final. A big, a big, big draw is Liverpool Real, Real Madrid. That's some some game. I mean, there's. I don't. I, you know what? I don't. I don't know. I, I think Bayern might not win it. You know. Um, you think PSG might upset them? I I think so. I I can see that happening. You know, it's only a matter of time. Remember, Bayern kept knocking on the door for several seasons before they they got to where they are now. And I think we're gonna look at a PSG team that may do it. It just depends if they can keep their players um, and how much, you know, what the manager brings now. You know, Maurizio Pochettino, this is his time now. You know, if he doesn't deliver this one, he's gone. You think he's gone? Well, nah, I think they'll give him a few seasons. They'll give him a few seasons. But Remember, he's, only, he's literally just got there. Yeah, just got and there. only now they're top of the French League after beating Lyon yesterday. Yeah. Was it 4 0, 5 0? Yeah, something crazy like that. They, they, I saw it was 4-0. It was quite early on as well. It wasn't like half yeah. half time or something. It was crazy like that. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting either way. This Champions League has been a very, very different season to all season because there's no such a thing as a home tie anymore. So, you can't really say that there's going to be a standout. Oh, yeah, you know, like, for example, teams that came to Anfield or, you know... They were in trouble, but it's not like that anymore. Anyone can have anyone now. Watch out for Chelsea, man. That they made Tuchel go. Tuchel has got them playing football, so, you know. Well, not necessarily. He's got them playing football, but not necessarily the attacking type that Abramovich. Like attacking football. No. Yeah, but it, it gets the job done. They do have their moments, though, in the in the game where they just string some great passes along, some good moves. And they get a couple of goals, and then I think it's more a case of once they get get ahead, they kind of sit back, don't they? Yeah, and I think even Timo Werner's hitting that upward trend, right? He's he's hasn't scored many, but he has started to assist, and obviously shows that he's involved in a lot of goals. Yeah. So, if him and Havertz can finally click, which it looks like they're about to, then that could be could be some serious damage. Because I think they sold Eden Hazard for what about 150 odd million, oh, wow. and replaced him with Kai Havertz. Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech so yeah. who knows that investment yeah. may pay off but Lewandowski man for Bayern at the moment he's just he's going for a record he's already has he, I think he on the weekend he almost there has he has he done the record yet no, God, yeah, I think he's a couple of goals away but with 9-10 games of the season left he's going to hit that yeah he's going to hit that yeah easily but Messi did 50 goals in the season right can he do that He's about 15 away. Probably, yeah. You reckon? 
Why not? I, I don't know. I, I mean, well, the way he's going, yeah, he can. Because that league, I mean, they're just too powerful. I mean, I was watching the game on the weekend and they just looked like every time they went forward, they were going to score a goal. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous, yeah. Um, Premiership-wise, not much to talk about, I guess, from the point of view. Um, you want to get... There was only a few games, wasn't there? There was only a few games, yeah. Um, a quick one on the West Ham Arsenal game. I think you guys got lucky to pull it back. Um, yeah, it was a game of it was a game of two halves, wasn't it? Um, I think there was some positives there. Um, Chambers, yeah, that that was to see him putting those crosses. I think Bellerin should be taking note there because Bellerin's crossing hasn't been up to scratch recently. Um, and that's probably an interesting area now because you've got um, Cedric he's been a good deputy for Bellerin and he, he looks like he should be starting ahead of Bellerin now and yeah. like Chambers has come to the party and he looks like he's um, up fit so that right back position that's that could get interesting um, yeah. and obviously there's been rumours all season about Bellerin maybe moving to Spain in the summer so Maybe now we can afford to um, cash in on it. Maybe, yeah, or, I think or, it might be time. Would you take 30 million for him, If we get 30 million, I think he'll be lucky to get 20. He's, he's gone a bit off the radar the last few seasons, right? I mean, no. let's not kid ourselves. But he's still the right side of sort of 26. Um, yeah. Still, yeah. I just... I don't think he's really had that upward trajectory the last couple of years. If anything, it's just kind of been flat. Mm. But maybe that's also the players that he had before were a lot better than what he has now. So, Absolutely. you know, that can always diminish in his performance. Just want to touch on Lacazette because you guys were quite critical of him the last couple of um, yeah. chats I mean, that we've had. Surprised me the last couple of weeks, but can he do this before five more games? I think only time will tell. I mean, if you give him a run, then you'll know, innit? That's the, that's the thing that I've always found, that Lacazette's always been in and out of the game. Um, team, sorry. But he, he, has, he, has, had, he has, has had like, sustained periods in the team, but he still hasn't Pretty got, to the, got to that 20-goal mark yeah. as, far, as far as the league's concerned. That, that's what you'd be on a 20-goal-a-season striker. That's but, what you want. Um, you've got a Bamian, but, you know... But you know, but you can't rely on him. That proves this season proves that you can't rely on Aubameyang because because he's form dips. You know, at the FA Cup already languishing down in tenth. Aubameyang looks like a man that doesn't want to be there right now. I'm telling you that that body language. You know, he came off okay as he was coming off. They scored the goal and he got all excited. That was his main contribution to the game, right? As he was subbed off, walking around. But he looks like a guy that doesn't want to be there right now. Is he just... I mean, is this what happens with footballers? And I was thinking, why did we give him the money that he, we wanted? We should... And I wish they would do this in, like, football, where, like they're doing NFL, they incentivize based on, you know... Because, you know, they get the goal bonus, right? And the assist bonus. But that's, like, literally 1-2% of their wages compared to the actual game check they get, right? Yeah. Not game check, but a weekly check of... 250 grand or whatever but yeah, they need to break it down like NFL style where okay you get your appearance fee and if you do this and you do that and you get a certain amount of shots on goal or whatever then you're in the game 
fingers. Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on it last week. How much of, of this has got to do with him being left in the bench for Tottenham? And I thought it might sort of come back and I thought it might be a problem and, you know, we just said we'll see what happens. But I wonder if that if that sort of changed his mood a little bit. Um, but honestly, his form has been pretty subpar even prior to that, right? Yeah. yeah, true. But he has obviously been played out of position and I don't get why you have your star player on the left wing. Unless it's like, I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo or Neymar, they shouldn't be playing on the left wing. Yeah, I think to begin with, you know, he thought he could play Lacazette and and Aubameyang together, and that was the only way he could get yeah. Aubameyang in the team. Um, and obviously, Aubameyang's got that sort of style where he likes to come off cutting on his right or sort of Thierry Henry esque um, going that left hand channel. That's probably you know why he's played out there so much. Uh, so I tell you, from what I see. I think, you know, he doesn't look like he wants to be there. It's quite obvious. Just cut your losses, guys. Get get him get him out and get some get a replacement. It's probably better off because you're paying him way too much for what he's delivering right now. And I, I just don't I don't think Arteta's going to put up with it for too long. How how long was this new contract given? Two three years. Three years, I think. Three years, right? Yeah. So, if, even if you do the math on that, that, that's what, 36 million in wages. We're not going to get a 36 million transfer for your ass. I mean, we may get 15, 20 million at this rate. And uh, even then, there's not uh, going to be too many clubs that will be after him. I think a European club will snap him up. Like who? Who, who, who do you think? I mean, like he's, a, he's a big like game PSG. player. They've got money to burn. PSG. Sorry, who? PSG. They could take him. PSG. Or one of the Italian clubs. You know, there's going to be people moving around. You know, we know that. Um, you know, this is. Uh, PSG don't need the strikers. They've got an abundance of full talent. I just, I just don't see them having a need yeah, for him. We, we could see some of. If Mbappe's gone, which could be the case, yeah. um, then they are going to be a bit light up front. Neymar might be one. He's looking. If Mbappe goes, there's going to be a bit of a domino effect in um, PSG where. Neymar will say, well, the star player's gone from here. I might want to go back to Barcelona, which Laporte have been back at Barca. He he might want him back. You never know. I mean, he's I, still in touch. I, I don't see that happening. But there's only two clubs in Italy that I see Aubameyang playing for, potentially. Yeah. AC Milan, because he's already said, and then Roma. And the reason I say Roma, because he'll get reunited with that flop, Mickey. Mkhitaryan. <laughs> yeah. Because he set him up for a lot of his goals at Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I mean, you know, just just touching on Italian football while you're at it. I was watching the game on the weekend, Juve game against Benevito. And it <laughs> just... Yeah, Juve lost. But what I saw, well, it was like a game of chess. And I just remembered watching back in the days what we used to watch on Channel 4, the, the Italian football. And... You know, it was... but yeah, just watching the Italian football and it was like watching a game of chess, nice and calm. There was no stupid challenges, none of that going on. It was just basically teams were at it trying to attack and defend. One team's defending, one team's attacking. And I think Juve was on the front foot the whole time, but they didn't score. Yeah, 
It was amazing to watch. It was great defending, great performance. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just think, you know what, Serie A needs a few... You know, some of our players that you know are on the bench, they should be looking at moves to Serie A. I mean, even Messi, if he's looking to leave Barcelona, he should be looking at going to a Serie A team. You know? Why is everyone just looking to come to the Premiership? Yeah, the money's there, but I think, you know, maybe someone needs to start putting some money in Serie A. Bring back the old. Sorry, my connection's dropped. I'm just going to crack the, the door a little bit so I can get a better Wi Fi signal. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, what you guys say? Yeah, we're just talking about Serie A. Just touched on the Serie A team. I mean, talking about European leagues, La Liga is looking very, very competitive right now. Barcelona's back in it. Real not too far back as well. It's all to play for there right now, Bav. What's your thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't see the Barca game, but 6-1. Six six one. One. Look, and I was one of Koeman's critics, but it seems like he's starting to... His message is finally getting through to these guys. Yeah. In terms of the formation he wants, the type of personnel, the style of play, and it can only be onwards and upwards. And again, I I, I criticise a lot of people and I take it back, I got it wrong with Kuban, but you know, Bas is back in the title race now and, and let's see what happens. I think if Atletico win that game in hand there'd be six points clear, right? So but even then they're still they're both level games. So oh is it level now? Level games and it's four points in it. Okay. So um and Barcelona's got a very uh, 10 goals ahead in goal difference as well right now. So, you know what? I'm, I'm spoiled for choice, man. There's so much football to watch these days. Yeah. I mean, the thing what I notice about Barcelona is the fact that Griezmann's starting to score goals. Um, and the connection between Bar- uh, Messi and Griezmann's there. And also, what I've noticed is a lot of youngsters coming through the ranks. New, new yeah, players. Don't... I mean, I was uh, Serginio Dest. He's looking good now. Really looking good. Yeah, don't um, sleep on these American kids. American kid, yeah, exactly. And he's, he's strong. He's a proper athlete. You know, he's up and down that flank. Yeah. Good to watch. It was really, really interesting to watch him play as well. And he got a goal as well over the weekend. So, yeah, nice. Yeah, and then Pedri and uh, Ricky yeah. Puiz. a lot of talent there. A lot of talent there. And I think that was probably one of the things that Koeman's done, you know, brought in these youngsters to say, listen, guys, show you me... You have to when you have no money. You've yeah. got no choice, right? Yeah. Kind of like with Arsenal. Well, yeah, exactly. And but Arsene Wenger did it with all no money for so many years. Arsene Wenger did it when they were building Emirates, and even after the Emirates Stadium was built, you know they carried on and uh, for many years, you know, continuously getting top four. I know you guys might not have won many trophies within that time, but to still that's some feat. You know? Top four trophy was our speciality for many years. Yeah, and then he started getting you to win the FA Cup. So again, you know... Yeah, random, random question. Would you take Arsene Benga back right now? Um, you know, I, I was never too much Wenger out in the first place. Uh, <laughs> I was. I know you was. I know you was. Um, not that, yeah, I, he did run his course, but I just thought the way he was treated by some of the fans and on social media and stuff like that I thought he just went a little I think he should have got the opportunity to just 
choose himself, you know. It was uncalled um, but in, for. in the end, he was, sort, he was sort of pushed. Uncalled for, if I'm honest with you. I think... What's that? It was uncalled for. I think you guys, yeah. you guys, um, some of your fans, uh, some of your fans were just way, way out of order. Bab, you're one of them. Um, you got, you know, give the guy a credit, man. He done so much for your club, you know, practically yeah, ran it. Yeah, honestly, if you're a CEO in a company and you don't produce positive results for your shareholders after two, three, four years, you're out. How did this guy get so much extended time? It's like a car warranty, right? You all know once the car hits 50 or 100,000 miles, everything goes wrong. But then he had an additional 300,000 miles, essentially, and still couldn't fix it. There was just a lot of bad purchases made by Wenger in the transfer market yeah, that cost us. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the only thing. I think I think they're still paying a little bit with Zaka. That's one of his standards. Um, so we're still paying there. Um, for some of those decisions, but still, you know, all those fourth place finishes, like, like I said. Right. Yeah, so guys, um, we'll continue the conversation after the break. Yeah, we'll have a little short break and we'll be back and we'll continue the conversation, yeah? Alright, let's grab a Welcome back, guys. Um, Bav, Kevin, how you doing, mate? Hi there. Yeah, good, good. So... Hey, Kevin, what happened to Spurs, man? Oh, well, yeah, we got to talk about you have done. All sick, man. What, what a player, eh? Watch him sign for a Premier League team in the summer. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what, the first goal, yeah. what a goal! That's all I gotta say. First he, goal was good. It yeah. was, it was top quality, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it we, was. We just got to try and find a song now because all, all these years I've been hearing about um, Nayim from the halfway line. Now, yeah. now, yeah. now we've got to find a song for them. <laughs> Damn man, why'd you bring that up? <sighs> so different. You put a right damper there, mate. Because um, Bab was excited about talking about how Orsic stole the show and smashed up Tottenham. Yeah, that's what I mean. We've got our own Naeem now, you know. <laughs> Orsic. Good. And then we can elaborate on the rest of it. But look, watching that game, right, I just found Tottenham absolutely lacklustre. You know, they, they had no answer for anything. You know, they, were, they looked horrendous. Almost like they weren't interested in playing that game. Did they think yeah. they won it? They, they... Mourinho said it, right? Yeah, it he even went a strange result, wasn't it? Because um, they was already comfortably in the lead on aggregate. Um, they, did they think that they're not going to win? They thought that they're not going to lose. That's what it was. And they were overconfident. And it backfired big time. Yeah, but you have to be careful when you're... Especially against these uh, Eastern European teams... Technically, a lot gifted than a lot of the Brit- British-based players. Also, I mean, and, and, it, and it looked like I saw a bit of that game. It looked like they had like seven, eight Luka Modrishes literally in that literally, team. Literally, yeah, they won every single challenge, um, every single ball, every time. I mean, any loose ball, they were on top of it. They just looked like two yards ahead of Tottenham at all times. It was just unbelievable to watch. 
I mean, I sat there just thinking, where's Tottenham? Are they even in the game? They were literally just chasing like shadows the whole game. It was just poor. And I think, you know, Mourinho came out and he just, his words said it all, you know. He, goes, he just said, my team didn't have anything. We didn't show anything. Gave him too much respect. It was, he was just lost. He was really upset. I mean, I've seen Mourinho, you know, criticise his teams before, but I think that was the worst I've seen him. See, I think Mourinho's another dead man walking. Um, oh, but definitely. we need him in the Premier League for entertainment purposes. Watching <laughs> his interviews is just, it's just, I, I love watching the guy. His analogies and everything, it's just... It's just... No, he, he's a very smart guy. Like, he, yeah. he really manipulates the press very well. Very, very well. He, he's almost like, like, you know, Arsene Wenger intelligence, but he's got like... Emotional issues, isn't it? Him. Yeah. But he's got emotional issues as well, and he just tends to kind of show it a little bit too much. And I think to a certain degree, I mean, I feel I feel like Klopp's a bit like him now as well. Where they I was about to say that, but I didn't want to offend you today, you know. No, no, no. I mean, I, I feel like him and Klopp having them do interviews is just fun to watch, you know. There's always some sort of like, did he just say that? You know, those moments you get. And I think, but yeah, I mean. We need them in the t- in in the Premiership, but if he was to leave Tottenham, where would he go next? I think he's running course at most of the big clubs. What do you think, Kev? Well, yeah, I'm still. I keep saying it, man, but I just hope they don't win the League Cup. But if they do, you know that that would be typical Mourinho, wouldn't it? Um, just when you think he's down, he goes and gets a yeah. trophy, innit? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, no, yeah, but, but if, if if they on the flip side, if they don't win that. I think most Tottenham fans, most Tottenham fans that I've spoken to, you know, they've, they've had enough. Um, just ha- had enough because they're very defensive-minded and not pragmatic in their approach? Yeah, or... it's just not the Tottenham way, is it? Um, that well, what is the Tottenham way? Tottenham Come on. Way? They, they've been talking about this for like the last 20 years. The Tottenham way was when Gaza scored that free kicking against Arsenal back like literally 30 years ago. That was the Tottenham way. Yeah. Someone explain the Tottenham way to me, please. It's the same uh, way as the West Ham way. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you? them up a little bit, you know, just attacking for attacking football, you know, Darren Anderton, Gareth Bell. Now you have got Harry Kane's son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Reeves. Come on, man, you're taking it way back, Kev. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking Even of Darren which, Anderton, that guy, that guy would get injured going to the damn club doctor. <laughs> what did they name him? There was a name for him, is it? Um, Signal. Signal. That's it. Him, him, and um, Jamie Redknapp were sick notes. For every time an England tournament came up, yeah, them two would be out. But yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, man. Signal. Yeah, you know, like, honestly, let's go back a little while back. You know uh, the plasters that used to be sold in boxes. You should have put Darren Anderton's face on that. That would have been a great marketing campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You know, I liked him as a player, though, when he played. He was a good player. When he You're played. a 96, man. Yeah. He had a bit on the flanks and then... Yeah, yeah Gaza. Gaza yeah. and then the inside midfield, Shearer and Sheringham up front. That was a solid team. That was a solid team, man. Should have won something. Yeah. yeah. Was it Seaman in goal? Yeah. 
He was what he oh he had Pierce on the left. Yeah. yeah Pierce um, on the left. What's his name on the right? Neville. Uh, was it Neville maybe? The guy that used to play right back for Man United, I can't remember his name. It was Neville, wasn't it? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Neville. But before him it was what was his name? Parker, I can't remember. Yeah, Paul Parker. Yeah, yeah. Paul Parker, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, there's been some... That, that, those were good times for England. I think they missed it. Missed the boat on that one. But, yeah, they were unlucky as well to lose on penalties. But that's the way it went. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this Tottenham... Going back to this Tottenham way. But, come on, man, tell me, what is the Tottenham way? Because, honestly... I don't, I don't is, know. Uh, listen, I like to pay attention to things of interest things that are going to progress my mindset but Tottenham is not one of them I don't, I don't entertain Tottenham talk Kevin is Did in that area that? he may have a little more to say just on the topic of Tottenham I mean Harry Kane he seems to have a knack of winning penalties but I don't agree with the way he does it I, I feel like he's manipulating the refs it's clever it's cute but I, I think it's kind of cheating again. You may want to reconsider your comment because Mo Salah, I'm sorry to say, and this is the only time I'm going to defend a Tottenham player, is a master manipulator. Mo Salah's pace, though. No. Mo Salah like, acts like he's been shot. Him in WWF. With one little touch, he'll go down. Yeah, but come on. Yeah, you could say this, Bab, yeah. I, I, I agree with you to a certain degree on that. But I'm just talking about Harry Kane and what he does. The way he does it. That was a clear penalty yesterday, no matter what. No, that, yeah, but he almost, he, he was looking for it. That's the only, he went in front of the player. He knew he was going to follow through. So if you're playing football and you're in the box. And, and you then know you that, go in front you of the player. You can't that defender. Are you not going to look for the penalty? That's what my point is. He's looking for the penalty. And I don't like, yeah, I don't agree with it. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I I, I see your point. That's a, like I said, it's very smart, very clever, but I don't agree with it. That one against um, Lalana when um, he kind of pushed back on Lalana. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, when he ducked for the header. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's just that was uncalled for, and I, and I think that's a, that's a cheat to be honest. And if that's our captain for England, we're doomed. No, I wouldn't go as far as that. <laughs> but, um, it's just gamesmanship, isn't it? It is gamesmanship, I agree. And and I, I think I see his point. But I just I would like to see him actually just do a little bit more than just scoring goals, you know? I think the Spurs have bigger problems ahead. I, I, I just don't think Harry Kane's going to stay there beyond this summer. And, and it could be quite scary for Spurs fans what would potentially happen if they lose Kane. See, the thing is, I just don't see Kane leaving Tottenham because I don't think he's got the, the bottle to do it. You know, he, he should. He, if he wants to prove to be one of the best, one of the top players in the world, then he needs to go to a bigger club. And the question is, what club would, take, uh, would he need to go to to prove that? Would it be a premiership team or does it have to be a Barcelona or a Real Madrid or a Juve or a Bayern? Yeah, I think it's either going to be Man United or abroad um, if he does go. I don't think Guardiola would. No, I don't take think. him at Man City. 
Guardiola, Guardiola's going for bigger players, isn't he? He's going to go for Ireland mm. and Mbappe. And stuff. Yeah, Pep's going to look for someone that he can obviously resell. But the problem with Kane is he's injured about 25% of the season as well. So that's something that has to be taken into consideration. So if they want 150 odd million, which we're asking for, there's only a couple of clubs in the world that can pay that Man City, PSG, maybe Real Madrid. Barca's got no money. I mean, Barca will always find money for that type of talent, but I don't, I don't think he's Barca dropping 150. I don't think he's well, the kind of player that Barcelona would yeah, pay. Not when you can get Haaland for probably ninety to hundred. Yeah. And Daniel Lever, yeah, he's he's a tough negotiator, isn't he? Um, he could make sure he gets every nice penny out of that, that deal we, if it, it happens. Maybe Lever, in it because who's going to replace Lewandowski? They've got that um, Dutch guy's uh, Zerky, but there isn't really anyone of somewhat high profile. Well, that would be kind of a similar kind of signing. Kane and Lewandowski, quite a similar style of football, right? Yeah. So that would be a perfect You know, it's like Bayern Munich. They may take a flyer on someone like Gabriel Jesus. No, because they create so many chances. They got a signing connection with Jesus. I think there was a season when Lindy kind of connected quite well in his first season, right? Exactly. So you never know, man. There's, There's a lot of things that can happen. I'm hopeful that we see some good activity this year as far as the transfer window goes. Yeah. It needs to be. I mean, after what this whole COVID saga's taken taken toll on a lot of clubs and I don't think that there's going to be a lot of money around. So, you know, we all get excited when the transfer window, the deadline day, we all want to know what's going on. Yeah, transfer deadline day, the, the January window is just, it's, it's diabolical, man. It really is. Obviously, uh, the summer one's a little different. Yeah. Summer one, think, there's a lot of business earlier on, isn't it, Bath? Yeah. What do you think about uh, Patrick Bamford not getting in the England squad and Sammy, what's his name? The guy from uh, Aston Villa. Watkins. No, not Ollie Watkins. Watkins. Ollie Watkins, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about, I said Sammy Watkins because he's a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs and I saw his name earlier on. Yeah, I mean, look. Kevin's looking at me like, what's he talking about? But... American football, sorry, Kevin. Sorry, the thing sorry. is, connection, yeah. Ollie, Watkins, Ollie Watkins started off really brightly um, for Aston Villa, yeah? So he was on the radar. Obviously, you know, Gareth Southgate probably got a bit of a soft spot for Aston Villa anyway, yeah? So that probably adds a little bit to it. Um, but if you want my opinion between Bamford and Ollie Watkins, I would probably say Bamford's a better player. More, and I think that he should be given a chance. Do you uh, think Bamford will be at a new club next season? No, I think he'll stay with Leeds if um, the manager's there. If Bielsa's there, he'll stay there. Kevin, if Arsenal sold Aubameyang and Lacazette and Bamford was available for, let's say, £35 million, would you take him? No, we've got to be aiming higher than Bamford. Um, and, and he's, he's a good player, but... Um, yeah, I don't think he's an Arsenal player. Yeah. I know Arsenal are nothing special at the moment, but we should be aiming higher, definitely. I think Bamford's at the right club for him at the moment. The, the, the level of football that he's at at the moment, I think Leeds fits it. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Leeds are That's ambitious. I've, I've really been surprised by Leeds this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if I was Bamford, I'd probably be looking something like Leicester or Everton um, yeah one of those sorts of teams um, well with Bielsa 
Bielsa is still at Leeds. He will build that team, and yeah. he'll bring more players in because eventually he'll know how to play the Premiership. He's he's no you know he's an old guy in, in the game. He's been around for a while now, and I think he knows how to build teams. He built a was it a Bill Bow team, and he built them to become quite a resilient club. I think he can do the same for Leeds. What do you guys think of Everton? Going to make a European spot or just end up falling out? Because it seems like they've been a bit off the ball lately, right? No, yeah, I, think I think they'll do alright. I think they'll do alright. Ancelotti is quite smart. And to be honest, his players, he's got some really big key players there still. You know, Alan is looking good. You know, yeah, but James Rodriguez hasn't been producing. Just you think of these flair players, right? The guys that control the game. James Rodriguez does it for Everton. Jack Grealish does it for Villa. Yeah. Coincidentally, these two guys have not been playing for their respective teams. And but James ain't the top man in it? that team. James Rodriguez is not the top man in the team. It's Richarlison. Richarlison's the top boy. Richarlison is one of those guys that starts the season off well and tumbles. But he's man. still scoring goals. And then you got, obviously, Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. And I don't think Hammers is the guy. that they, they didn't... I don't think he's the guy that's going to be delivering all the answers. Not, he wasn't there for that purpose. He's just a big name that they signed because they got him. That's pretty much as well, though. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He could have been a good signing for you guys, man. Could have been a good signing for... Liverpool. Well, we had Thiago, innit? <laughs> Thiago, stat for him, he hasn't assisted, he hasn't he hasn't produced anything. And I'm very, very... That's surprised. not his game. That's not... Thiago's the assist to the assist guy. Yeah, true. But, to be honest, I expected more from him. He hasn't he hasn't produced it. And, I, and I've seen him lose the ball many, many times. And it's frustrating to watch. So, if you're asking me, Thiago or James Rodriguez, I would have been happy with James, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I got it out of him. Thiago <laughs> hey, was a January signing, wasn't he? He was a January... Um, no, he was a summer January. Thiago, we got him in the summer. Oh, you got him in the summer? Okay. Yeah. okay. Same as James. So, what are you hearing, Kevin, transfer-wise? What's, what's happening in the London scene? Any news? No, I haven't had my ear to the ground. You're the transfer guy. You're the, you're the, you're the no, transfer guy, man. No, no, you're, you're the London transfer guru. I'm the world transfer guru. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do some research and uh, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on next week. Yeah, honestly, it's it's been a little quiet. I mean, obviously, the same old, and I don't want to keep talking about Haaland and Mbappe, but you know, th- those are the two guys that are obviously linked with the major four, five, six clubs. Um, but Haaland didn't look happy in the weekend, didn't he storm off the pitches? Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe... Um, I think no star player, no, no forward is happy when they're brought off 20 minutes early, right? Yeah. They're just not. It would be weird if they were. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking maybe maybe there might be an opportunity for someone to <laughs> take advantage and say, listen, come... Yeah, but one, one thing I did find out the last couple of days, um, it looks like Memphis Depay to PSG is more or less a done deal. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow, Depay is great. Especially insane. after Leon getting battered yesterday 4-0, Memphis is like, yeah, give me, give me the contract, let me sign. 
Well, he's in the league right now, isn't he? So I think it's a it's a it's, it's a good deal for him. I mean, yeah, very talented player. I mean, I, I take Memphis at Arsenal. Arsenal wanted him, as you know. Awesome, he didn't let Man United um, yeah. yeah Yeah, but remember he, he went to Man United when he was like literally 21, 22 he's still not an old guy no mm. the concern with Memphis is, is, is I think he's more concerned about being a rapper as well I don't know if you guys know he's actually a rapper as well he is yeah uh, I've heard a few bits on his um, I think there was a podcast Peter Crouch was mentioning it as well okay yeah, so. any good Check him out, man. Go online. Oh, that's it. Babel. Babel talks about him a lot on his um, Twitter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. I think he raps in Dutch, though, right? It's all good, man. Listen, anything with the beat, man, I'll rock with it. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, transfer-wise, I mean, it's quiet, from what I'm hearing at Liverpool, it's not looking. There's there's talks of Origi going. Um, he's going to be. Uh, I think this is his last season. But how much do you guys think you'll get for Divock Origi? 15, 20 mil. Twenty mil, I think, is about right for him. He he, he can offer something still. I mean, what's the point at that price, right? Like you can't replace him at that point. It's about Unless offloading the wage bill, isn't it? Or yeah. Liverpool really need the money. Something just doesn't add up. Yeah, I mean, there's a few players. I think what it is is just getting rid of dead wood. That's what they want to try and do. And let's be honest, yeah, he produced a little bit of magic in Champions League a couple of seasons back. But other than that, yeah. he hasn't really... He's not really a, a premiership player, really. Yeah, he's kind of... You know how Michi Batshuayi is to Chelsea? He's the yeah, same for you. He's that equivalent, yeah, exactly. But he can do a job in a team like, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe he needs to look at, again, this is what I would say, Serie A teams, you know, player like him who, who likes, he's got very, he's very talented on the ball, he's got good first touch, everything, but he just can't take the physicality of the premiership. And and there's few players like that in most, uh, a lot of teams have got few players like that. And I think he'll be perfect for the likes of, you know, AC Milan, Roma, you know, Napoli. I would say, look, look at Lukaku, for example. We were, we were thinking, you know, there was one time he was playing for West Brom, now he's playing for Inter Milan. So, you know, and look, at he's producing the goods there, star player. So I think, yeah. There is one guy I'd love to see in the Premier League and it, it never happened. And actually, I don't really follow Brazilian football too much, but um, the guy that plays Flamengo, Gabriel Barbosa, also known as Barbosa, yeah. was at Inter Milan briefly, and they hyped him up like he was like Adriano. He's almost kind of an Adriano building, plays like Adriano. Yeah, yeah, massive guy. He can be bought for like 20, 30 million. I think he would be useful in the Premier League or Serie A or La Liga. You know, these South American players, one thing about them, they can, they can play, man, first of all, but they're also very strong. So not only are they good on the ball, but they're strong as well. They're built for the Premiership. Look at Luis Suarez. You look at him as a statue. You think, yeah, you know, we, we can end. But he was bossing defenses, and yeah. the, and you know, Barbosa will be pretty similar to the way Luis Suarez was. I can promise you now. Whichever team he goes to, they, he's getting some goals. Um, so who do you think is going to get sacked before the season ends? Steve Bruce. Bruce has got a goal, man. I'm sorry, but for a club like Newcastle, especially. 
He's put. He spent a bit of money as well. It's not like he hasn't spent money. He bought Callum yeah, Wilson. His first signing was Jolinton. It went. It was all downhill when he signed that guy. <laughs> right, Kevin. He's been a bit un- unlucky with certain injuries and stuff, but I just don't. You know what? I don't get it, man. Yeah, he's not a. Um, he's not an abstract, is he? Nah. And that Almiron as well. He's a bit part. He's he's had a little bit of. You know, a couple of games where he done well, and then he's again he doesn't score enough. For You've got to understand, Amaral came from MLS, right? So he came from Atlanta United, which was a fairly new team. They won the the league out here. Yeah, and he was a top scorer, right? Huh? Was he a top scorer? They signed him for, on the basis of being no, a no, top he, scorer. No, no, he was a number ten. He was the guy pulling all the strings for Atlanta United. Oh, was And it? they thought that he would be the sort of David Ginola type player, but that's you know. The, that's like high school and PhD. It's just different stratospheres. Yeah, no, but yeah, again, I think yeah, Steve Bruce is gone. That I definitely needs to go. Um, Chris Wilder, he went. Yeah, surprised. That, that I was surprised. I mean, he was gone and buried like a couple of months back. Doing it now is a bit pointless, to be honest. I don't. Yeah, I don't, it's a strange one. Yeah, I think he should have just been given a chance to just build the team back up and bring them back to the Premiership. I'm yeah, a bit I think you said it week, didn't we? Um, Henderson going to Matt, going back to Man United. That sort of um, that's when it went downhill for him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but even even Henderson has had a couple of bloopers in that United team the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah he has. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who saw that um, message I sent out about the uh, highest paid players? I didn't know David De Gea was the highest paid in the Premier League. I knew he was getting money, but I didn't know he was getting that much. Well, now you know why he's still in the Premiership then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean. And then obviously Gareth Bale's above him, then it's Kevin De Bruyne. God, these guys are banking, man. Well, forget that. What about... The highest paid managers. Sorry, what was that? I said the, the one that I was shocked about was the highest paid managers. Yeah, Diego Simeone, 43.2 million. That's crazy. Second, Astronomical. Okay, these are in euros, Kev. Second is Pep Guardiola, 22.6. So literally half. Yeah. Third is Mourinho, sorry, joint third is Mourinho and Jurgen Klopp, 17 million, and then Zidane in fourth, 16.8. But look at the Premier League players Gareth Bale, 30 million, David De Gea, 22 million, Kevin De Bruyne, 19, Raheem Sterling, 18, Paul Pogba, 17. That's insane. No and Liverpool players are in there. Out and out forwards, right? Messi makes, man, 126 million a year. Crazy, isn't it? Ronaldo, 54. Neymar, 36. Griezmann, 35. Suarez, 35. It's incredible amounts of money. So, based on that, you think Man City can afford Messi? No, I don't think so. No. I, I don't think it will be a question of can they afford him. It will be a question of can, do they want to spend that much money to get him? You know, that will be yeah. another question. But the thing is, if Messi comes to Man City, their profile... From being just Man City it will become Man City, you know, it will just go shoot up. That's how powerful that player is in terms of the amount of pull he's got in the world. I think we're going to have our answers in the next couple of months. If Man City don't win the Champions League, then they'll make a run for Messi. If they win it, they're not going to go after Messi, in my but opinion. I think that getting the Messi now is it's not going to be any different. Because, hey, Messi was at Barcelona, they didn't win the Champions League. He's now at the stage where he's at the end of his career. They, if Man City wants to win the Champions League, 
they need to get a Haaland and Mbappe, not a Messi. So Kevin, out of some of the players that we've just spoke about, who, who do you think who would you like to see at a different club like Mbappe, Neymar, Messi? Yeah, I keep saying it. Yeah, I think Messi needs to come to a different league to fulfil his legacy, man. Um, same way Maradona went to Napoli and smashed it. Yeah, I'm not saying Messi should go to Sheffield United or something like that, but yeah, <laughs> at least at least come to the Premier League, man, and, and, uh, and try it out. I, I, I think personally Messi should go shouldn't go well Man City is going to be a, a, not a good move for him I mean yeah it will be but to play under Pep and the football that they play he'll be perfect but he should go to a club like someone like an AC Milan where it will show what he has how much of a difference he's really made I think at Man City he won't make much of a difference it will just be the continuous of whatever but they might win the Champions League I think it would suit him going to Serie A um, yeah I think than he come to the Premier League playing style wise um, it'll be funny to watch him play against them players like he'll be like way too fast for him you see Ronaldo as well with the ball if Messi comes to the Premier League whereas he'll start playing fantasy football again I can assure you that Oh yeah, because it'll be points. Captain Cam- every week. Yeah, captain every week and points. But do you think he'll score as many goals as he does in Seri- uh, La Liga? I think so. Yeah, that team. He'll uh, people underestimate him. He's actually, you know, he's a small guy, right? Five foot four, but very strong. strong. Yeah, he's strong for his size. You know, I've seen him like knock. You know, people like Sergio Ramos off the ball, just like nothing. Yeah, and Ramos is a pretty big guy. guy as well. Yeah. Well, look every time. He's come up against Premiership opposition, you know. I, I remember that game where he out jumped Rio Ferdinand once. Yeah, he's got a header against Chelsea a lot back when they had yeah. John Terry, Ricardo Carvalho in defence. He used to so. score four against us every time he played yeah. Arsenal. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. this is another player that we didn't actually mention for Champions League. Drogba, man. Drogba. Drogba terrorised Arsenal, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm putting Messi to Arsenal, Kevin. That's the answer I was looking for. Make Arsenal great again. Yeah, he should do it, man. <laughs> Messi, if you're listening. <laughs> Speak to Stan, man. <laughs> Can't see it happening. But, but it's that sort of thing that would... You can't sign Haaland, you're going to sign Messi. Come on, guys. But we can all dream. Yeah. That's you never it. know, man. Messi for Liverpool, imagine that. Messi, por favor, ven al Arsenal. That means Messi, come to Arsenal in Spanish. <laughs> you know what? Imagine Messi coming to Liverpool. That could happen. Oh, man. You, you just read wait, the whole conversation. Salah goes to Barca. And in return, we get Messi. What, a straight part exchange? Part exchange. Oh, we'll give him 50 million on top. That means Barca would mug you guys again. Yeah, but we get mugged anyway, so it doesn't matter. We And we mug people as well, so it doesn't really matter, does it? What's going on with Coutinho? I haven't seen you at Barca lately. Is he injured? Um, I think he might be injured. Because he, he, he had a run and he got injured. That's where the the young kid, uh, I think was it Trincao or something, he came on. Trincao looks quality, man. He looks good. He looks good as well. And I think that's maybe... 
Coutinho might be available, but he's not been playing as much. But who knows? Kevin Coutinho, Arsenal, unknown. Because you know we're going to sign someone unknown every year. Yeah, I was actually going to say I, th- I don't. I think one of the reasons why it's so quiet. I think maybe that's going to be the way next season as well. Possibly um, a lot of loans, a lot of teams trying to catch up on their finances with all the lost stadium revenue. Maybe you might see more loan moves. Yeah. Uh, what? What's the word over there? Because I, I know I asked this a few weeks ago with the Euros still being played in all the various cities, but judging from what I see news-wise, Europe, some parts of Europe are back in major lockdown mode. Major lockdown, yeah. That's exactly. what I'm hearing, yeah. That's what I'm hearing um, as well. Over here, I think, um, because we're, we're lucky enough to have a lot of people get vaccinated now, so um, yeah, things are looking better, but, I mean, time will tell. But when you start seeing close countries like France going to lockdown it makes you worried at, at any point yeah I think the rollouts in some of these countries haven't been as strong so yeah. hence why this issue has come up in Europe especially Germany and places like that where they've gone into lockdown again um, it's because of that reason whereas we're, we're ahead of track right now mm. so we've been told anyway but again I mean if things move on then we should be alright we should be ready to go on over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Euros. I, I do enjoy the summer tournaments and also Copa America as well. But I think Copa America seems like it's in jeopardy because, you know, Brazil is out of control right now. Yeah, it's bad down there. But yeah, I heard um, a couple of African nations teams, um, I heard a couple of players can't get out there or something like that. Um, I think I read an article no, yeah, it could, today, but... could be the case because every every country's got different quarantine rules. You know, it usually it's standard fourteen days, but in some cases, ten days, seven days, and so on and so forth. But and it's 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 a mess. Well, I tell you guys another news I heard was um, Van Dyke and Klopp are are in battle at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. What's so, going on? So Klopp is basically saying that. Van Dyke can't play for the national team, um, Holland, because he hasn't played a game for Liverpool. So it would be silly for him to go and play for Holland um, in any tournament right now. He should just be looking to get back to full fitness. And Van Dyke saying no. I'm with Klopp on that. Yeah, I am as well. But Van Dyke apparently is not having it, saying that the the national team comes first before anything else. So there's a bit of a battle there. Um, I'm hoping that Klopp wins that one because it will be a shame for him to go and play for the national team and get injured again and we don't have him for another four or five months or whatever it might be. So yeah. As I've said before, you guys just need to go and get Koulibaly. Simple. Uh, Bab, that one really annoys the hell out of me because there was a point where we said we're going to get Koulibaly, right? As soon as the Van Dijk thing happened, we were going to sign Koulibaly. Um, and then all of a sudden, that just didn't materialised to anything and, and Raz the value for Koulibaly right now is, almost, is half price is on sale well that's what I mean Should, we bought these you know that Kabak okay he looks half decent but well, it's on loan anyway so it's not like you bought him yeah I mean yeah but we've got, we got an option to buy him I think depends we should definitely just go and just sign Koulibaly just make it a deal and offload some of the crap that we've got you know there's still players there that we don't need 
Yeah, I mean, midfield, even Upacamo, what, 35 million Bayern bought him for? Like, why is it that the Premier League teams can't seem to get these guys? I think. Especially when they're linked with them all, you know, all summer, all winter. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Hey, Kevin, I wanted to get your perspective, and I said I didn't really want to talk about Arsenal, but why is Arteta shifting the central defenders up so much? For me, it looks like Pablo Mari and Gabriel Magalas are the right partnership in defence. Mm. Yeah, I've been impressed with Murray, um, especially. Um, the Flamengo player? Yeah, he just started in there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it. I think he's got one eye in the Europa League now. He's just going for that, so he's just trying to keep the squad as, as fresh as possible. Yeah, and, and Raz, you, you, I don't know if you know, but Pablo Murray was at Man City for a bit. Oh, right. You did, did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. And then he went, so he went from Spain to... Man City and then Man City to Flamengo. I mean, the thing is about what you got to realise right now, because of the pandemic, teams have been affected in terms of fatigue, fitness, everything else. So I think I'd, what a lot of managers are doing as well right now, and it's been happening quite a bit over the last few months now, um, they're just shifting teams around, just saving them, you know as much as they can. I, I think Arteta is doing that because he did mention in one of his interviews that he just wants to keep everyone fresh as much as possible. And like Kevin said, he might be just putting all his uh, eggs in one basket now and going for the Europa. And I, to be honest, I hope you guys do win it because I think that would be something for you guys. Um, you know, a good trial for What have you made of um, Odegaard, guys? I think you should try and keep him. It's not going to happen, but if you can... Why yeah. not? Yeah, I think, I think he's brought a different type of energy to that final third. Mm-hmm. And he, he's able to pick out balls that other guys just don't see. And, and yeah, he loses the ball a lot. And maybe that's just part of him getting used to the premiership or you know they have to work on that in training. But I think he's been a bright spark. Yeah, I've been impressed. Uh, I think, you know, you lose balls more when you're trying different things as well. And mm-hmm. when it, what he's trying to do... Your players have not realised what he's con- what he's capable of doing. So what happens is, those are the mistakes. It's not necessarily him losing the ball. It's more people are not in sync with him yet. He's almost Ozil-like in terms of the way he looks around and wants to pick a pass. I was going to say that he's Ozil, but with work rate. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, he's. I like him. I like what I've seen so far. But guys, on that note, it's been great having you guys on. Nice to see your Champions League 11s. Kevin, great idea. And, yes, um, uh, put too many players there. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> We got it in the end, yeah. Now, it was great. Nice having you guys on. Thank you for coming. Right, guys. Chat next week. Chat Cheers, next week. Bye. Same time, right, same place. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.